Hello and welcome to Genuine. My name is Ben and this is a Christian life application and entertainment podcast. We're going to come at you with some extra entertainment this week and some extra life application. That's right, you're getting a double serving today and that's because there's two of us. Like I said, my name is Ben. And I'm Rich. And we are coming at you today on March 3rd, which means you should hear this sometime in April, probably, with our normal release schedule. Rich, I got the last couple episodes put out yesterday. Oh, did you? Good. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was really cool. Um, uh, Honestly, I was kind of stuck there for a little while editing the um, mental health one, which I got to say, I really enjoyed doing with Ross. He was a blast to have on. He was. I was was actually going to make light of it because you're like, why did it take you so long to edit? Was it because of Ross? (laughs) It was actually not because of Ross. It was because of my mental health, which was interesting that I didn't even take our own advice. I have been subsumed in some real bitterness lately. Have you really? I have. I don't know what it was. I, I think it was the combination of this weird annual review at work and I don't know, just the weather, so maybe some seasonal affective disorder, some depression or something. I, I know it kind of runs in my family, but boy, howdy, was I done? Was I like done for a, like a couple of weeks there? I, I don't normally struggle with like real anxiety, but I was anxious. And you know that our fans, all four of them, were in anticipation waiting for the I next know. podcast. Well, that was the that's the roughest part is that everyone is so supportive. So thank you, everyone. But everyone is so supportive. They're like, hey, I love the podcast. I'm like, do you? Because <laughs> there's like three episodes that you haven't heard. Yeah. But um, they are out. If you haven't listened to them, go listen to them. They're really awesome. Like I said, Ross is on one of them. We talked about gossip. We talked about lies last week, which is a personal fun one for me. <laughs> but today we're talking about motivation. And the reason why I wanted to talk about motivation, that's right, this one was my pick, was because I have recently come to the realization that it is probably one of my greatest weapons uh, against that bitterness that I like was so stuck in. I just, I had none of it. I was waking up every morning, going through the motions. I had the same weekly schedule, which I think is fairly normal, fairly par for most people at this stage in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But as the vaccines are going out, as the sun is staying out for a little bit longer and the temperatures are warming up, I think that it might be time to take a look at our uh, kind of personal willpower and and just do a a quick check-in. You know, are you motivated for the same things that you were before? Are you motivated... Um, in the same amounts that you were before. Uh, what are you excited to do if you're excited to do anything? Because for a while there, I was not excited to do anything except for watch Netflix and not get out of bed. That's what a lot of people have been doing now. But I, I think motivation, like right when you talked about it, it hit me where everything would be very motivating if we saw the ending of the story, if we saw ourselves like physically, if we saw ourselves, wow, I'm 380 pounds. I was never this heavy before. Mm. Like I, I would have got motivated had I known where this is going spiritually, you know, what, or any sin we're caught in or whatever. Um, man, if I knew this was going in this direction, I would have been motivated not to go in this direction. Yeah, but, definitely. So you almost want to see the ending and that's how we should do it. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But so motivation has a way of working like that as well. I've always found it really interesting though, how, um, apt at forgetting the human races when it comes to, um, similar experiences to ways that they've gotten burned in the past, yeah. right? Like you, you kind of have a, a lackluster week at work because you're staying up late or whatever, not eating healthy. You know, you show up and you just don't have the energy. You eat like a giant sandwich at lunch and then you're falling asleep at two. And then you're, you know, Saturday comes, you're like, wow, that was awful. I'm going to get myself together next week. And then the next week comes and you do the exact same thing again. Like, what is like, what is that? So true. It's so like getting that motivation to change your lifestyle. 
Um, where does that, where can that come from? Like, where, where are we going to chase that down as, I mean, as genuine Christians, but also just as genuine human beings, like where are we finding motivation from? Yeah. And I think there's so many different areas, right? You have motivation at work. You, mm -hmm. you obviously mm -hmm. have motivation physically. We talk about, we've talked about exercise numerous right. times. Um, spiritually really has to come with motivation. You're not going to grow as a Christian if you're not motivated to read God's word every morning or, Absolutely. and to pray and be with other like-minded people. But um, I think, yeah, I think motive, like everybody has a secret sauce. Every, there's something that motivates everybody. And, and me and you have talked about it. Like there's also bad things that motivate us as mm -hmm. well. Um, we, w we want to stay on the good. Maybe we start with the good. No, maybe we start with maybe the bad. Maybe we start with the bad. And with the good. No. Like I, I always thought, com sadly, that comparison motivates too many of us. Sure. We I wanna... mean, that that is definitely a, a huge, um, I mean, speaking as kind of like an amateur kind of semi-artist, like that's a huge deal with social media. You follow your favorite artists on Twitter, on Instagram, you see how they're working. And instead of saying like, oh, that's a cool way that they did that, you're saying... You, you know, I, I hope that I can be that good maybe one day, but really it's just kind of like killing you inside. So you try and strive like more and more to reach that level, even though that person has been doing your art for years and years and years more than you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not if you just started woodworking during the pandemic, you're not going to be as good as people that have been doing it for their entire life. Yeah. So stop comparing yourself to whatever they're making. I thought of the, the bad motivation of um, the girl breaks up with you. Um, so you get motivated to really get your life in order mm. and maybe physically look better and all that. Um, so that's a, a probably a bad motivation. But anytime you're motivated, it's probably good in the long well, run. Yeah, but I think the expectation is that it would change over time, right? Like in that scenario that you've created, right? The the motivation at the beginning of that was probably like a, a loss of um, self-esteem of some kind, right? You yeah. want to... Uh, increase the value of yourself by your own by your own eyes um hopefully somewhere along that line you realize that your value has not changed as a person even if you are more you know quote unquote aesthetically pleasing but that your motivation would shift as well you know you mm -hmm. find out along that line that you enjoy the feeling of being more healthy working out and and you like wearing you know slimmer clothes or something along those lines yeah but if you that if that motivation doesn't change it's like you're never going to stop that process you'll be working out and thinking that you haven't done enough forever right yeah yeah i'm trying to think of what else is negative that um you know, I, energy drinks cocaine cocaine um, cocaine is a negative motivator <laughs> i mean Adderall. i honestly have never had cocaine just for the record but i just heard <laughs> that so mm, yeah I, i'm spite i think spite is a big spite was a big driving factor for me in high school mm. um i felt like there were people in my life that uh kind of never expected anything from me didn't trust me didn't think that i would ever be able to um kind of sur not surpass uh the, their expectations but they just didn't have expectations for me and so I was constantly trying to claw my way above that. Some things that came out of that were really great. Like I um, was able to do, I started college early, um, saved a whole bunch of money doing that, which I'm so thankful for now. But some of it kind of, I was I was so wrapped up in that motivation. I um, didn't see what it was costing me. Like I was not able to go to my senior prom. I've never been to a prom. I wasn't able to go on the senior trip with the rest of my high school friends. I accepted an extremely dubious position in the summer that I graduated because like I knew it was going to look good on the resume, but I should have looked at what it was paying and what the job required and never accepted it. Like, yeah, that's but I was so motivated to throw 
my life experiences in someone else's face and say, look what I did. You never thought I would have gotten here, but yeah, here I am. Where did it get you? Sad, mostly (laughs) sad and broke. That summer was wild. And like, honestly, I have a lot of good memories from working that job, but if I could go back in time, yeah, I, I, I think I would probably try and convince myself not to take it. Yeah. Here's another one that uh, I think motivates us and it's not a good one. It's, Mm. it's bad health. Um, anytime, you know, some people have to be motivated by, okay, now you're in a, in a tough area. Like now you're a diabetic now. Oh yeah. You have to eat better. You have to exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, I think old age for me motivates me because, um, I can't do anything I used to do. I I can't, I can't eat McDonald's. Yeah. I think that's an interesting divide, right? Because there's two distinct types of motivation there, right? There's fear of consequence. And then there's, um, like the existence of that consequence. And so ideally, let's take a, 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 I don't know, like a a diabetic example, right? There is a a fear of consequence if I have diabetes in my family. So the fear of consequence for me is like, I should work out so I don't get diabetes like other people in my family. Um, But if I don't um, grab, if I don't grab onto that motivation and I just kind of live however I want to live, there is a definite higher chance that I'm going to then get diabetes and now there is this motivation of any, this existing consequence. It's like, all right, I have diabetes. I have to get my life together now. Yeah. Because now this, the stakes are much higher and they never had to be this high. It right? goes from a doctor recommendation to a doctor saying, you better, better yeah, do you something better. now. This is a now or, or die thing. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely health. And I, I, I tell you what motivates me and it should motivate all of us, but honestly, we're all rather selfish. Motivation mm-hmm. should come from the fact that we have loved ones. Like I would say for health purposes, physically, right? If you mm-hmm. want to, but also spiritually, mentally, all that, like the better we motivate ourselves to take care of ourselves and all those um, mm-hmm. facets, it's better for everybody. We, the worst thing that I want would want to do to my wife is to not take care of myself physically or she's taken care of me for 15 years right. or even mentally um, and also definitely spiritually as well. But that's not fair to everybody that loves you. You mm-hmm, know, we, mm-hmm. we should take care of ourselves to take to, for them to not have the burden. You know, Absolutely. Of dealing with that. I think a lot of motivation too, um, in that same respect is not necessarily known. I mean, if we look at, uh, if we're trying to make a decision, we can use Jahari's window, right? Which is a popular philosophical concept of comparing things that we know that we know, things that we know that we don't know, things that we don't know that we know, and things that we don't know that we don't know. There are tons of factors in all of those uh, with any given choice for the most part. So when it comes to working out, if you've never had like a real workout schedule before, then you don't, uh, you, you most likely do not have an understanding of how good it feels to have the energy to have like the basically the rewards that come with having that lifestyle because anytime that you work out and you don't get into that schedule that lifestyle um you only are going to feel you know the soreness the schedule adjustment the annoying like oh i gotta be sweaty in the middle of the day or like at the beginning beginning of the day or whatever but the real rewards from that don't come for a little while longer and those re- those rewards that you get later on become the motivation to continue doing it yeah so you really like i think the hardest part of starting a workout schedule just to ba- like keep moving off of the same example is that those rewards that like create the motivation for later on um you're you're not going to get for yeah. later you're you're kind of having to put an advance on the pain and then get the gain a little bit later. And I think the same is true spiritually. 
Like if you're trying to get motivated to wake up early, get in the Bible, do some meditation, really get into prayer, you're not going to start getting, or for the most part, right? Because I don't want to speak to everyone, but for the most part, you're not really going to start um, getting that spiritual calm, that well-being until you get into a practice of understanding um, that that time is special and that's going to come with time. So yeah. it's going to be difficult right at the beginning, but the more that you do it, the more it will carry you forward and you'll create your own momentum, right? Yeah. That, I mean, that's really good because the rewards don't come overnight. You know, mm. what in, in, in working out, um, the soreness definitely comes before the weight loss or the muscles. Mm-hmm. The soreness mm-hmm. you're going to feel right away. And you're like, why would I even want to do this any, ever again? But, and then definitely for spiritually, like I think I only say that the first time I read through the Bible in this long process that took me well over a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I learned a thing. And like, luckily I stuck with it though. And um, who knows? I'm sure he was teaching me. Yeah. yeah that. But yeah. like, I just remember reading and no comprehension, not knowing what I was even mm-hmm. reading, but you have to stick. That's part of the being, you know, motivating yourself to stick with it. Um, all those things, obviously the, again, going back to what, what's the end result and if you can see that, you'll be more motivated. Definitely. I, you mentioned the word process. And one of the things that drives me forward constantly when I when I need it, not this past month, but in the past year or whatever, is just this idea of like trust the process. And people say that and they just throw that around. But really like zone in for it, zone into it for a second with me really quick. Like the idea of there is a process with an input and an output. If you put the input into it, and the process happens, you're going to get that output. If you do it enough times, you learn that you learn the part like pieces of that process and you learn to trust that process more and more. Um, I get really excited when we do super interesting stuff here production wise at Fellowship. And that's because I've had the really cool opportunity and the, the blessing of working here for as long as I have to understand that when we like film, there are these extremely rocky moments, right? Like there's seven takes sometimes when we do, when we record worship and then there's all the editing that goes into it and the camera footage looks really bad sometimes. And what are we going to do? But I have gone through that process enough times, enough times to know that the end result is going to be good. Right. And so I can get excited about the bad stuff because I can trust the process. Right. And so the same thing is true in real life like if you're having a hard time trusting that process whether it be for an art that you do or for working out or for um like uh uh, getting more spiritually disciplined like that's fine you shouldn't because you don't know the process yet you'll learn it and then you'll get excited about it when it happens yeah i think it's interesting when you say you you know part of what you do and ross as well when you video other people Mm -hmm. like you're really if you're relying on them um, mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. prepared and all that. And I say that because Ross just taped me like three weeks ago and I might've had the most takes ever in <laughs> the history of fellowship church. So we appreciate your patience. Mm. <laughs> well, it is, it's fun. It's, um, it's never as bad as I feel like people think it is in front of the camera. It's really just, um, there are horror stories, but even those, like it all, it all works out. Everything works out. Yeah. Or and I'm just doing the welcome bite. So it's literally two sentences and I can't get it together. That's you know? interesting. Not, it's not like I'm doing a message. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, those are some of the like negative motivators, right? Like those are some of the more uh, negative may not entirely be the word, like the best word to use though, only because, um, those are motivators that are extremely dangerous. 
Um, it, as long as they kick you into gear, that's kind of okay as long as they shift into something later, right? But yeah. um, you, you can't run on spite forever because you will degrade your your own integrity, your own morality to some degree every time that you, you do that. Sometimes that's important. You know, the Bible talks about a righteous fury, a righteous anger. And so there is a motivation within that. Um, but you can't subsist on that forever. That's that will wear you down. Yeah. Eventually that needs to turn into something else. Yeah. And I think I'm thinking like, um, cause we're again, when we, when we do this podcast, we're in a pandemic we've been in it for so long. Might as well just say that for every podcast. But, right. Um, I, I, and I say that because I just had a conversation about people go, who go to gyms and all that. And a lot of people stopped going to gyms because of mm-hmm. the pandemic. But I, I, being in that industry for so long, I know for a fact that, um, being in a gym is motivating the people. Some people we've learned this year, especially cannot work out at home in a basement. Mm-hmm, it's not motivating. Mm-hmm. Um, even the music. I asked my daughter today before coming here, I go, Hey, we're doing a podcast on motivation. What will motivate you right away? She goes, music, Mu- music. music. Yeah, motivates absolutely. Me. Um, but I'll say this, that, uh, and I asked Vicky and me and my wife both agree, you know, what motivates us vacation. Um, not only work wise cuz you mentioned that earlier work wise we're motivated cuz we're like we have to get everything done yeah um so we can go on vacation relax yep. but even physically like oh there's a beach there i don't you know i don't I, not that we're trying to <laughs> showcase yeah, for everybody yeah. but you're like i don't want to look like a I don't know what's the word I'm looking for you, whale. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Know. You you kind of want to show up in your in your your in your peak form, right? I, in another perspective, the way that I kind of think about it when I go on vacation, I want to kind of get my uh, eating in order beforehand so that I can really like go out to eat a couple more times while yeah. I'm on vacation. Kind of maybe eat some nachos right, uh, before. So like before I go uh, on vacation, I'll have a couple more salads maybe than I normally would. Right. Yeah. And so you're, I'm, you're just and kind you're of prepping single, yourself. Ben. So there's like, I sadly, you know, so when I was younger, I, I shared this with you before my motivation was vanity. Mm. Um, my, uh, it's so funny cause my motivation was this vanity that, that women don't have. Like I'm trying to look good thinking that women are like looking for a six pack and maybe some are, by the way, I'm not sure. telling all women are not looking for that. Um, but I was just like, I, I, I almost picture women to be as shallow as men and they're not. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's kind of funny. And this might be like a, a needless aside for maybe a different topic of a different day. But I think that people are really coming to the, um, coming to the conclusion that porn culture exists and that it's, it's really kind of, uh, warping for people that have been addicted and currently are addicted for uh, for for what the expectation is, is a re- like is in a relationship so uh, yeah i talked to i have talked to several people lately about dating in general and just the idea of finding someone who's like physically fit is not even remotely on the table like it's not that's not even like a factor like it they're not looking for someone that has like muscles but what they are looking for is someone with a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. You know, they're looking for people who are going to the gym like two times, three times a week, whatever, or or like working out at home or someone who likes to go on runs. Like people, I people have come to an interesting conclusion of the 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 aesthetics matter less than the lifestyle. I like that because that's actually. So working at a gym, everybody thought before I met my wife, they thought that that's what I was looking for. Like somebody who has to be physically fit. And it was never that it was like, 
what um, going back to this topic, it was their motivation. I didn't want somebody that's going to eat Doritos every night. <laughs> right, right. TV. I want somebody going to eat Doritos two nights a week on a treadmill. On a treadmill, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, I just wanted somebody motivated in life, and, and like you said, lifestyle. But that's interesting to hear that that's mm. kind of what people are looking for. Yeah, it's it's honestly been very refreshing. I I've seen several movements against porn lately, and just how like not only destructive it is to the people who watch it, but how like absurdly broken and toxic and um, abusive the industry itself is. Um, but that, that's probably a topic for a different day. Back onto the idea of motivation. Um, what your daughter mentioned is super interesting and something that I wanted to talk about as well. Uh, motivation is definitely something that comes from inside of us. It's an, it's like an internalized force, right? But it's um, it, that force is, also extremely affected by what's around us. I talk about mindfulness, I think, basically every single episode, but I'm going to talk about it again. Um, if you're looking for motivation, or even if you already have it and, you know, you're just interested or curious or whatever, um, try and figure out exactly what it is that gives that to you, because it's going to most likely be repeatable. Motivation, like inspiration, is not some uh, aloof creature that you need to just kind of wait to land on top of you. You can find those things by changing your lifestyle or by finding certain triggers. I agree with your daughter. Music is a big motivator for me. One of my favorite artists just dropped uh, the last single to his album that he's been working on for like over a year today. And oh, yeah. it's really like, it made the second half of my work day just like I got so much done because yeah. there was this new bop that I was jamming to. Like it's it's, it's incredible how, how, how much change there is to that. I get motivated by um, cleaning my environment like working inside of a clean workspace, yeah. uh, opening the windows, fresh sunlight. I think the same stuff that a lot of other people get motivated by. Those are great. Yeah. I think um, the people around us are either motivating or they can actually do the opposite to us. Like you have to have mm, people absolutely. that have drive around you that want, you know, um, those are, those are good people for us. You know, when I was younger and if my friends are listening to this, I apologize, but we didn't have a very motivating, um, bunch of friends. All of us were kind of probably bad for each other. Sure. I actually quit uh, Middlesex college because a friend of mine wanted to go to McDonald's. Like that's how um, easily swayed I was and how unmotivated uh, me and my friends were. So yeah. I'm not going to say his name because in case he's listening, but it's <laughs> one of my closest friends. Yeah, I, I mean, I can definitely understand that. I, I, I've had friends that that like um, have pushed me forward or at least kind of reassured me and stuff. And then I've had friends that were in the exact same position and they question everything that I do. Yeah. You know, why why even bother doing your masters? You know, you already work a in like a good enough job. There's no point to it anymore. Yeah. Like and and so like and those aren't necessarily bad people, right? But um just understand that those that's not where you're going to be getting your motivation from. Right. And yeah, and, and going back even that with the people around you, I mean, the best ways of getting motivated in all those areas that we just talked about is really having a person to do it with you that the gym business is best when you're having a partner to work mm. out. If you have to meet somebody at the gym, there's an accountability there. Mm-hmm, you know, reading mm-hmm. Bible plans together, that's motivation. Somebody's motivating you, encouraging you. Right. Um, so that that's a, one of the biggest things I would say for motivation. You just need people that are going to help you and, yeah. and encourage you. There's a motivation not to disappoint that person. Yeah. Not to like lead, not to leave them hanging when there's an expectation, right? Yeah. Reinforcing yourself with those own kind of uh, again, I don't think negative is the right word, but with those, with, with like reinforcing what you want to do with those safety nets of other motivations, that's yeah. what's going to drive you forward. Yeah. I mean, the most popular study habits are based around that taking small breaks, um, having like a snack or something like that. When you get to a certain point in, in, in studying, like 
It's about like increasing the types and the intensity of motivation to drive you forward. So if you want to do something, do something about it and yeah. get that motivation that you need to get there. Yeah. And the more motivated we become and we, we create habits and then some of the things that we had to get so motivated for, we don't have to work so hard. at. It's already part of our routine. Absolutely. It's yeah. something that we enjoy doing, like my work at Fellowship. I, I get motivated for it when, you know, it's something new and exciting that we haven't done before or when I have like a, some really awesome idea for something we should do um, or something that I want to do like Easter coming up. I'm super motivated for Easter because I'm excited for it. And so it's really easy to get work done for that, right? Yeah. Whereas like, I don't necessarily have as many cool ideas about other like aspects of my job, right? And so I'm less motivated to do them. But you know what's so cool? And this is probably a good good, good word, a good place to end because mm. I'm passionate about this. I could talk about this forever because this has been recently on my heart, especially again in a pandemic and working here at a church, being in ministry, is that um, our motivation it always comes from the why here and we we so often forget why we're doing it and, and whether it be on the worship team whether it be the greeting team like like do we understand what exactly you know i talk to my wife who sings wonderfully and beautifully on sundays right but i talk <laughs> yeah. to her like all the time like i'm like honey you should know the what i hear in the atrium about the worship and what people say they like oh my gosh right when i got there that first song just put me in a good place where i can concentrate on god and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's like setting the table right but even as much as the greeting team and if any of us have ever been to a church where um you ran into like a, a rude person like you might not even go back to that church like that first right. impression of that smile and that genuine like i'm so glad you're here but remembering the why in our faith but remembering the why in all this stuff that we're motivated like why am i getting motivated for what what is the end results going back what to what is I've the goal saying? yeah, yeah. but here the why is, is is so crucial it's like you somebody can leave here with a relationship with jesus christ that's mm -hmm. unbelievable like we have to hold on to that so. right your strongest motivation should be the carrot on the end of the stick right yeah. Yeah. Like that, that should be your driving force. So if you need that, that burst to get moving, maybe that's exactly what that is. Just yeah. remember what the goal is. Chase the carrot. Chase the carrot. Hashtag. Hashtag uh, chase the carrot. Uh, hashtag pound sign in my age group. Pound. This has been an <laughs> awesome time and I've enjoyed having you guys here, but I think it's about time that we wrapped up because woof, am I tired and hungry? And I think it's about time for dinner. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, we are going to be coming at you again um, next week. We're going to be talking about a wholly different topic. We love getting your suggestions in about uh, kind of what to talk about. This one came from me. The past one came from Rich. Next week is going to be fascinating. Na next week is going to be really, really good. Mm, I'm so, so excited. Um, just keep sending those in. Um, you can go ahead and send those to 2323 Montreal Avenue. Um, I think it's Denny's, if I remember correctly. They'll, they'll get it to us. <laughs> Um, so don't somewhere. worry about that. Yeah. Um, uh, but until then, uh, I hope you have an awesome week and I hope that it stays as warm as it was today. Yes. Um, it probably won't because March is uh, not phenomenal normally, but what are you going to do? Right? Uh, sure. So my name is Ben. And I'm Rich. And this has been Genuine. Genuine.